Join Tim and Christina Madden, co-founders of Executive Career Upgrades on their podcast, The Executive Career Upgrades Podcast. As an executive in today's highly competitive job market, it can be tough to succeed. However, with Tim's nationally recognized career advice and Christina's mindset expertise, you can reach your full potential. Tune in to upgrade your career and get ahead of the competition. All right. Welcome to the Executive Career Upgrades podcast with your host, Tim and the beautiful Christina Madden. Hey, if you don't know us, we help directors, VPs, and executives in corporate America with all things career. And we go live each week inside the Executive Career Network. There's 11,000 directors, VPs, and executives over in our Facebook group. Definitely check us out. If you're watching in the ECN, we are monitoring the comments and to our friends over at LinkedIn and YouTube. And then, of course, we upload to everywhere on the internet. As always, before we get started, hey, do us a favor. If you get anything out of today, and I know you will, right? Leave us a review over on iTunes or share this with a friend. Absolutely. So, hey, we have some exciting news, Christina. Let's talk about some updates. We have our podcast room coming. (laughs) It's coming along, guys. We have our table is coming. Christina is going to make it beautiful like she does with everything. So soon, I'll be able to sit next to you. Are you going to be able to handle that? I don't know. Thought, I've thought a lot about that. We're going to be together, one room, face-to-face, talking about all these big topics. We'll be fighting for airtime. We will. We will. You guys, have had to, I've had to train Tim on how to, how to pace through these conversations so we can both get through our sentences. How was it doing the podcast without me last week? You had all this airtime to yourself. I wasn't here. How, how was that? No, no. It was great. It was great. Hey, congratulations, right? We always start off with wins. And here at Executive Career Upgrades, guys, across some of our career programs, we typically have on average anywhere from 7 to 15 offers come in each week. So congrats to everyone who got offers last week. I do want to highlight some special person. Uh, I know this happens all the time. We have people hired from their network, Christina. So you know so many times people join and they say, hey, I've obviously reached out to everyone I know, no one can help me, et cetera. But time and time again, individuals are still hired 60 days coming into our program because they know what to say, how to manage their network more uh, effectively. So I just want to say, hey, to that person, congratulations. It was a significant increase and it came from your network. So remember, for all of you people out there that say, hey, my network can't help me. My network can't help me. Most people are not branded effectively. They don't know how to start the conversation. They don't know how to come across as not being needy, and they don't know how to provide the value and ask the questions that they need to ask. So if that's you, go on over to execupgrades.com backslash podcast to schedule a call with one of our executive career advisors. So let's get started, Christina. Let's get started. Hey, episode 94, conquering burnout and performing at your peak as an executive. You want to kick us off, Christina? Why do people have burnout? I know this happens to a lot of people, especially in corporate America. Well, one of the reasons we were just watching, if you want to share that with one of our mentors last night, and, you know, that person got really emotional talking about her career. That's a reason for burnout as well. Yeah, sort of like as I'm grabbing my neck and rubbing out my muscles, right, trying to (laughs) manage the stress of the already crazy first half of the day. But 
Uh, yeah, guys, and listen, I, I have not been brought to like straight up like ugly cry tears <laughs> in a little while. Um, and that's even with some crazy stuff going on with me personally lately. But uh, somebody got on one of our mentor calls last night and um, now this was mostly business professionals, right? So I think this person is trying to uh, pursue an entrepreneurial journey. But she was just very, you know, anxious as it was her time to share, very worked up. And her big question for our mentor, Elena Cardone, and the group was how to manage bullying in the workplace. And she could hardly get these sentences out. She felt like she was surrounded by what she called sharks. And the way her voice was shaking and the way her energy was coming through, it was like undeniably just sad. And, you know, we hear about this all the time. And if this lovely person is listening or comes across our episode because somebody did connect us. Just know, listen, I'm sharing your story because people need to hear about this and we care for you super deeply. Can't wait to connect with you. But um, guys, this is what happens, right? You're you're burnt out already from regular life. You've got so much coming at you from the news, the media, society. Then you, you're trying to integrate. Friends, family. You're trying to social socially integrate. So this is why we're so passionate about this topic and so passionate about our mission here at ECU um, is because 98% of America comes to us or 98% of our clients and 98% of people in corporate America are in this emotional state and it's stressful. Um, and we're, we're getting ready to what Tim, do you want to, I don't know if you wanted to touch on that, but touch on which part. The whole part we're talking about with this one. Oh, yes, 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 yes. Hey, while there are many things that lead to it, um, the first is um, you're better to talk about this than me, Christina. So kick All us right, off. So we're saying, well, no, on this part, though, being truly sold, right, on like what you're doing, why you're doing it, what the mission is, what the purpose is, what are your goals, and how, like, when you don't have, like, a deep conviction around that, how it can lead to burnout. Right. So the most successful people that I know that, you know, are landing these jobs that everybody wants, people that are super successful in their business, um, they, they have a clear mission, they have clear targets and goals, and they've discover, discovered their purpose, or at least part of their purpose in life. And what that begins, what, what happens when that magical process starts to unfold where you have that clarity and you have clear targets and you understand who you are and your mission and what you stand for, that starts to become um, superior to feelings, like superior to the high emotional state that can happen when all of these things are happening around you. Um, your mission is, is superior to your... Not, and I'm looking for another word, not superior, but like a, a senior to your emotions. So that, where does that come from? Confidence, right? So having confidence and clarity around your mission, who you are, what you stand for, what your targets are, and what your purpose is, that's a, that's a mouthful and handful in and of itself right, right there. But <clears throat> when you go through the discovery process of that, you understand that your mission is so big that that um, serves you emotionally, right? That's the most energizing part of your day. You pull energy from that mission. So you're not feeling as depleted. So this burnout word 
can really be, Hey guys, it's going to happen. Sometimes you're going to be so freaking tired and you're going to have bad days and you're going to need more rest and that's cool. And you can do that. But in general, your mission every single day has to be bigger than the things that make you feel depleted. Okay. So nothing else matters. Okay. So when you ask like somebody as big and psychotic about their mission, almost as Grant Cardone, it's like, well, when do you rest? When do you go on vacation or whatever? And he, you know, makes time for that when he needs to for his family. But he's like, hey, that's like, that's not where I get my energy from. I don't get my energy from, from sitting around and, you know, whatever. I get my energy from my mission. So take from that. If you don't take anything else from this, you have to take how can my mission be a source of energy and not something that, that depletes you. Um you got to do it scared. You got to do it tired. You got to feel the fear and burn out and do it anyway. So that's my number one tool. And you're probably thinking, man, I thought she was going to tell me to like get a massage or something. And that's just not what I'm going to say. Like I got a massage yesterday. Like you can do that, but we have a mission. Okay. Now the thing that Tim is saying, Hey, you'd be better to talk about this than me was, is probably then what the softer side of this, that is the self-care part. Okay. Now, I do think this term is highly overused right now, self-love, self-care, self-whatever, because people are swinging the pendulum so far into like, I don't know, thinking there's two-hour work days and that you can accomplish these missions or four four-day work weeks or something. And I'm probably, it's, there are some, probably some people listening to this going like, oh, Christina, like, and they totally are, you know, bought into that concept and that's okay. Everybody has a difference of opinion, but um so when I use the word self-care, uh, I mean the time that you carve out to prioritize some things for your basic health. Okay, we need that. So we're going to prioritize sleep. We're going to make sure we're putting healthy foods in our body every single day. So like today, just for example, to give you a peek into what I did, right? I was at Pilates super early in the morning. I had packed a, a bowl of uh, strawberries, watermelon, and blueberries that was ready for me to go when I got in the car rushed home, got ready for work on the way. I had avocado and cheese in a bowl and I've already gotten an order going for chicken, rice and, and vegetables for lunch. Okay. So like we have to do these things. You, you can't. And I've learned this the hard way with like extre very extreme calorie deficit, very extreme fasting. I know I'm ranting here, Tim, but we have to get food as fuel. I'm not a nutritionist. If you need like really direct help with that, get yourself some help, but like you need good food and fuel. Um, and exercise move your body well yeah and mindfulness there's other things we're going to talk about but that's all you need you need to know hey if you care about yourself if you care about your purpose in life which is like bettering yourself every day so again hey i'm prioritizing i want to be the best version of myself right you need you need some type of diet and exercise if you have that then you need to be sold on your mission, the company's mission, the purpose, right? And have goals set for yourself. If you do this, this will 500% increase your current situation. Also, if you're dealing with corporate burnout, here's my recommendations, okay? If you know, if you consistently deal with this all of the time at your company, you're probably not the problem. The company's the problem, okay? So think about this. No, no matter what you do, no matter if you sell chemical supplies, plastics to big distributors, your work for a digital media company, wherever you work, right? If you are not bought into the mission, if you're not bought into the purpose of the company, leave immediately. There are companies out there, but you need to know, right? 
what kind of a mission do you want to be on? Here's where people get confused. I need a job. Let me apply to a hundred jobs and let me cross my fingers, Christina, and hope someone calls me, right? When really it should be determined of this is who Tim Madden is and this is what type of company I'm looking for and they should stand for these things. And if I haven't figured out what that is, how are you going to start? And just to clarify what Tim means is that you're probably not the problem. It's the company that's the problem. He's not saying, okay, now we're getting in blame mode. This is a crappy company with a crappy mission. No, it's just, you know, it's not a good fit for you. So we need to pivot um, and change. And keep in mind also on the next level of this, what Tim really means is it is an act of kindness to yourself to understand that it is not a good fit and to release that and go ahead and make that pivot to a different company. I was just at a recent event with uh, Venus, um, Venus Williams, Serena, you know, Serena and Venus. And one of the things she said was no slow deaths. So don't ride out the toxic situations in your life till the end. We got to snip them as soon as possible. So if it's week over week over week, you're so burnt out and stressed and you're not thriving in these relationships at work anymore. No slow deaths is an act of kindness for them and you because they need another top performer that might fit really well into that culture. So act of kindness on both ends. This is a huge act of self-care to have the kind of awareness it takes to make the big changes um, in your life. The other thing is, you know, if you're one of those people that you know you've been in a less than ideal work situation for three years, please leave find something else. We talk to people all the time. Who's like, I should have left three years ago. You can't get those years back of your life. And we all know our work impacts our life. So if you don't like your work, it'd be really hard to like your life. And number two, you know, get help when you need it. I say this all the time, anything you're struggling with in your life, problems with your relationship, problems with your money, your finances, your fitness, your diet, finding a new job, becoming a better leader, whatever any of those things are, get help, right? Like if you've been, you know, cause I just talked to a guy that was, you know, got a job in, you know, 80 days with us, but he was looking for 12 months on his own before, right? If you're going to do something and you've never done it before, like successfully multiple times, have a cutoff date where you start something. So let me give you an emphasis on like the job search. Hey, I'm going to try this on my own. Maybe if you like trying things on your own for 60 days. And if I don't get X results, I know I need help. Hey, I'm going to, Christina, I'm going to try to start going to the gym consistently. I'm going to try it for the first week. If I'm inconsistent, I know I need someone to hold me accountable and more, more of a plan. But the problem is, a lot of kind of, you know, people that are just unsuccessful in life, I'm sorry, they don't seek help in these other areas. Life is so hard to figure out by yourself. So if you're dealing with this, hey, get some outside help. Yep. And when you start doing this and you feel the burnout feeling, it becomes more quiet and more quiet. These tactics we're talking about and these things that you can put in place your, your brain gets more and more evidence of what you need and what needs to change. And then you become in more of a flow state of under your understanding yourself a little bit better. So if it's like, okay, I get committed myself to these eight hours of sleep, 
I ate an avocado because Christina said to, and I went on a walk today. Um, and now I'm taking a look at my relationships in my workplace. There's a lot to be uncovered just from that. That's why Tim just says, just stick to these things because this is how you gather data about your situation. People give up too soon. People give up way too soon because it sounds like way too much to manage. So I guess that leads us to our next thing that we wanted to talk about, which was time management. So this is a great, I mean, no high achiever can get through their day without time management. And this could be as simple as what I do and what Tim sees me do is on Sunday, I usually put together like a basic structure of what the week should look like. Now there's going to be a lot of things added and a lot of things taken out and things that can be subject to change. I got to be okay with that. But like I have a basic structure of what that week looks like. So I can be the best that I can be. So create an ideal schedule based around how you want to feel. Okay. So if you want to feel happy and energized, how does your day need to start? I don't know what it is for you. We, we talked about some food and exercise and maybe you need to remind yourself of your mission. I'm finding this job. I'm going to work at XYZ company. Whatever. What is the XYZ? Okay. So with time management, we know we need a structure of schedule and be open and flexible to changes. Got it. Or if you're lucky enough, do you have an assistant or you um, already have, you know, a job and you have an executive assistant, have that person help create a structure, delegate this, get help as much as you can. If you do have resources um, at your fingertips or use a really cool software, all kinds of good stuff out there, guys, or old school. Okay. Like don't make it complicated. Just get yourself some stuff on paper. Um, boundaries, big time. <laughs> boundaries are so important. I would take a really close look at your closest relationships to the people in your environment. And if there's not a pretty even exchange of value, what you provide and what you get from, from these relationships, dynamic relationships, this is probably an energy drain, a stress adder, a stressor for sure. Um, so that's your boundaries with people. Take a look at the people who, 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 who have most access to you. Are these are these people who deserve this much access to you? That's what boundaries mean to me. Limited access to me and my time toward the mission. Okay. That's why we talk about missions so much. Probably like Christina, why am I friend and my mom and so-and-so calling me? But cool. Then carve out the time for that person and frame out those conversations. Hey, you know what? I have a big mission today. I have a lot of stuff to do, but I love you, mom. And I got about five minutes. Tell me about what's going on in your life and or whatever. I'm sorry, you know, five minutes. I do that to a lot of people because I want to talk to a lot of people. Um, but frame out the conversations, have some control over how many how much time conversations take you. Um, because real quick, you'll see this impacts your time management big time. So relationships start thinking about it. Um, also clearly define the work hours and personal time, what you want to achieve during those times. So um, you know. This will help you avoid overworking or even underworking because underworking brings you, I'm going to drop a truth bomb here, not getting your stuff done and working less will bring you just as much burnout as working too much. So we have to clearly define where is that sweet spot where I feel the best and I get the most done and don't do any more or less than that. Because if you decide to clock out and be done it, you know, one or two o'clock and you go watch a movie or something, sometimes that will make you feel really crappy. And then mm -hmm. you feel, I mean, do you want to touch on that, Tim? Every time we go on vacation, right? When we get like a little three day thing by the third day, we're always like, 
all right, let's go get back to making our, our dreams a reality. So even when we take vacation, our, the max is like, you know, three days. And if we ever have to go to an event or something out of state and we're staying more than that, we're always ready to come back home. Why? We're sold on our mission and our purpose. Well, then we don't, we don't disconnect from the mission during those three days off, guys. No. Like, your mission is who you are. So we're figuring out what time of day are we going to work out tomorrow? What are we ordering for breakfast? Put something on a video, um, whatever. And then during these hours, we're going to kick back and I don't know, this weekend, I think we're going to play some blackjack. We like to play. We like to go um, to the casino. That's pretty fun. And so but we already know that like, that's what the week looks like. And I know what I have to achieve during the week to feel like I even like quote unquote deserve to even go have that kind of fun. I'm not going to enjoy blackjack. I'm glad you said that. Cause here's the thing. People don't even realize it. It's that's your the thing. subconscious, right? What does that mean? Below awareness. Yep. So before you know it, you're not even enjoying the blackjack. Like you're not even having fun. You're not kicked back. You're kind of grumpy. Well, because you didn't do anything all week that went towards your mission. Okay. You'd be like half-assed showed up. And then you think about all that stuff. Like if you know a bunch of stuff, you could have done a bunch of stuff before you go on that vacation. You're thinking about it the whole time. You're like, okay, I forgot to email Christina. I need to get back with Casey. Um, someone didn't pay, the, you know, just all the things, right? They just kind of pile up. And sometimes, you, you know, you're thinking about all those things too that you probably could have resolved before you left. So absolutely. Christina. I think a lot of people's probably seen this podcast topic or topics like this and think, wow, this is going to be about ways I can coddle myself and ways that like I can soften my approach to us. That is not what this means. Like this means like conquering burnout means something very different to us and it's mission driven. So I just got to drive that home to you guys Define your mission and take, take care of yourself within the mission. <laughs> um, and if you're dealing with stress, right, which is something we want to talk on, uh, you know, talk about, do you know why stress is so great? Because you control your own stress. Can you guys? So I, 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 I love when the problems are because of me. They're the best problems to have, right? Because if it's me, I'm the problem and the solution, right? So know that if you're dealing with, with, with stress right now and think about this, write this down. If nothing changes, nothing changes. So if you're in a stressful environment right now, just know, just rinse and repeating each day is only going to continue to have the same amount of stress, right? So start thinking in your life, hey, what are some things I maybe need to take out? And what are some things I maybe need to add, right? Hey, maybe I need to add working out, abstain from alcohol for a little bit, eat right. And what's causing all this stress? I think it's this. Okay. Is it the job? Can I work through it? Can I maybe have a talk with my manager to see somebody? Can we get this resolved? Is it non-resolvable? Then leave. Is it going to feel great leaving? No, especially if you've been there for a while, right? The decisions that you make that will truly impact your life, they're typically difficult decisions you have to make or difficult things that you have to do. Just know, though, that is the only way to, to move forward. Tim's really good at this next point I wanted to make, which is about um, prioritizing tasks. So like when I come at him and I'm like, oh my God, we have so much to do. He's like, I have to focus right now on the most urgent thing. 
So now this could mm -hmm. be in your personal life or at work. We all know, well, I think we know, or maybe you need some help figuring this out. But by the way, guys, we have a first 100 days program. I'm just going to shamelessly plug this here because it's like, once you get the dream job, it's how do you keep it? Okay. This is all how you keep it. This the program that we have, but all of the things that we're talking about are topics of discussion in this, right? How do you prioritize tasks in this new role you've never been in? And how do you prioritize your personal life to be successful in that role? And I just, I want to let you all know that we do have that product and service available to current clients that are listening and um, new, new potential clients. But once you get the dream job and the dream life, how do you keep it? How do you keep it? And, and being part of groups like this really, really helped that. But anyway because there there's so many things right that we have to talk about when we start a new job right it's a whole new environment right it's all new people it's all new challenges there's new data that you need to uncover as quickly as possible to make these what we call positive cycles to to get into a positive cycle instead of these negative cycles right how can we help our team? How can we get our team on the same page? How can we make our team better? How can we build partnerships, et cetera, et cetera? Hey, you know, I wish it was easy. I wish it was easy being an executive managing hundreds of people and millions of dollars and responsible for the livelihood of, you know, the organization and your employees. It's not easy, right? And that could lead a lot of the things that lead to stress and burnout too, or simply just not following plans. Mm. Um, this, I, I, that resonates with me because if I make a plan, again, this leads to that whole not keeping your promises to yourself. And, and Tim, just to remind you, I'm going to, you could probably finish off the topic because I do have a 1230 today. Yeah. So about two minutes, I'm going to drop guys, but not keeping your promises to yourself will stress you the F out and you just will not realize it or the promises to your team or your kids or whatever, because then we've got, oh, God, get, God forbid we bring, bring, we bring guilt and shame into this topic that we all have. And we, mm -hmm. that's, a, that's a whole nother podcast. Yeah, as we're wrapping up here, hey, we're going to go over some key topics we talked about. But Michael just said, hey, I use the self-reward system. Once I completed it, now I can play or watch the movie. Hey, absolutely. Thanks for sharing. So, hey, as you're implementing these new things, you need new habits and routines, right? You need new habits and routines. One is called habit stacking. So it's like, hey, when I do this, I get this. Or, hey, I want to watch my favorite show as I'm folding laundry. Or maybe, right, when I wake up in the morning, the first thing I do is take a drink of water so I can get up out of bed. So you have to figure out what works for you. Something, you know, sometimes it works for other people. Sometimes it works for you, right? But as you're changing these things, you need to figure out the best way to do it for you. So just to recap, hey, being burnout is not fun. If you know it's your company, you have my permission to start looking for another job because you have to be sold on the mission, purpose, and goals. If you're not, it eventually is not going to work out in the meantime. Think about this. If I, my mission, purpose, and goals was this and Christina, something was totally different, it, we would probably have a very difficult relationship. Agree? Right? So take care of yourself. Take care of your well-being. Manage your time. Right? Learn some tips on how to reduce your stress and seek support. Right? Sorry, I'm gonna drop. So, hey guys, if you're dealing with this, if you are dealing with this, hey, go on over to execupgrades.com backslash podcast. Until next week, have a great day, everyone.